Hey guys, welcome to another quick podcast. Uh, This is a podcast series which I hope to be quick and informative. I'm going to go into detail on topics and hopefully give you a different perspective to one you've heard before. And just to let you know, this is designed for intermediates to dig their teeth into. So if you're a beginner, then please take this podcast in mind as you listen. Some quick upsells before we begin. You can go to my website, thomascrownpua.com, where you'll find my books. And that's my first year of day game memoir, my texting guide, my intermediate textbook, and a book of my best blog posts. You'll also find the information and link for my Patreon, where you can hear infields of me in set and exclusive Q&As. And you can also find all the information about coaching by me for calls and infield. So again, that's on thomascrownpua.com. And lastly, you can follow me on X at Crown Day Game. And if you think you have a question or a topic which would be good for this series, then either send me a DM there on X or contact me via my website. Uh, let's dive in. Okay, so this is uh, like a slightly half serious, half tongue in cheek podcast. Okay, it is on how to rate men and women. Now, I know a lot of people are going to hear this and think that's a good idea. Some people are going to hear this and say, that's a, you're an idiot. This is an awful idea. Um, you don't know what you're talking about. You, don't, you shouldn't be coaching, etc. Everything from the most uh, obscenely bad response to the most obscenely good response. So again, maybe take that in mind as you're listening through. Uh, okay, so how to rate men and women. Let's start with women because it's actually way, way easier. Now, here's the easy way. This is the way to solve the rating system for all of time from now on. Whenever a guy rates a girl, it's always subjective, okay? So whenever you see a rating, always consider it subjective. So if a guy says she's an eight, she could be your six, or she could be a seven, or she could be a nine. Uh, She could be whatever. Uh, But... And then, or you might look at her and be like, I don't even know how to rate this girl because she's not my type. So you could look at her and be like, well, she's good looking, but, and I can't give her a six, but she's not my type. So she's not a seven or an eight, whatever. Anyway, so whenever you hear a rating of a woman uh, for a girl, it's always subjective. You should always think that's from their perspective. You can almost uh, read their sentence or hear what they say instead as she's my seven, she's my eight, rather than she is an official objective XYZ. Uh, And these kind of things, you know, they really do depend on what's your type. It depends on your looks, because a lot of the time guys who they they themselves are um, not good looking, let's say they rate average or sort of sixes as being higher. Whereas if you yourself are quite a good looking guy, then you might look at a girl, everyone else says she's a seven, be like, oh no, she's a six. So it depends on your looks, it depends on your standards. So for example, you know, if you grow up in a, a little tiny town and suddenly you move to a big city, it's more likely there'll be more attractive girls there. So if you thought the average girl in your town was a seven, now you go to the big city, you're like, wow, there's nines everywhere. Another thing is age. Uh, so for example, to me, I'm 30 at the time of recording. A 25-year-old is only five years younger than me, but to a 45-year-old, she's 20 years younger than me. So there's that thing of guys often will increase their rating for girls depending on how old uh, how old they are, arbitrarily dependent on how they look. Of course, look, we know on average younger girls look better, but it's uh, they could take a clone of two girls, say one is 20 and one is 25, and the guys would probably rate the 20-year-old higher. So... Really, the only way that you can confirm quality that a guy is 
saying and what you think about what his subjective rating is is if you see her for yourself um you know the thing is these days it's amazing what you can do with photoshop editing filters all that stuff i i'm sure you know all about that and also the fact that you can take you know 100 pictures and pick the best one so again it's like you can't really judge a girl from pictures and you should know any guy's rating is his subjective opinion here you go here's a numbered rating system right five is the ugliest girl he ever slept with six is below what he thinks he deserves seven is what he thinks he deserves eight is above what he thinks he deserves and nine is the hottest girl he ever laid and it really is that simple so whenever a guy says that he's laying you know mostly sevens with a few eights it means he's getting mostly what he thinks he deserves and uh every now and then he gets more than that or if he says something like oh you know i get a mixture of sort of sixes sevens and eights there you go and then when he says the nine you're like okay cool so he considers that girl to be the hottest one he's ever slept with and a five is the one he probably won't tell you about uh, but again, it's like that's probably why he won't tell you because it's the the least the, the ugliest girl he's ever laid. Anyway, so pretty simple. Now for guys, um, one thing is that like, I understand guys love quantifiable systems because they want to have a way of comparing themselves to each other and competing. But the truth is, there's still no real way to get a a true numbered rating for a guy. Um, right, because in the past, look, I know that I've said day game is best for guys who are somewhere between a five and a half and a seven and a half out of ten. Now, I was just giving a number there, but if I was to put that into words, which is more uh, probably accurate, is I say that, you know, day game is best for guys who are a bit better than average looking up to guys who are just below being like very good looking or extremely good looking. And that's just my subjective opinion on who I think does best with day game but it does seem to me that the guys who do best with day game tend to be actually in that six to seven and who knows what six to seven means but it's like better definitely someone would look at them and go yeah he's better than average looking he's decent looking but he's not great looking he's not very good looking uh you know it's the kind of guy where they can reach for the for the eights of course like reach for the eights again what does that mean that's a numbered system but they can reach for the beautiful girls uh and they can have some average girls who are just into them for them and then with the cute and pretty ones is their bread and butter uh so again when it comes to a guy if they say they're you know sort of three categories you can think of is like a guy who's like i was saying average then he's like decent then good looking very good looking so like I was saying about girls, when a guy says, oh, she's a 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 13, 40 out of 10, whatever it's going to be, you know, you should only really judge a guy's looks until you've met him. Don't listen to what he says, because day game is the weirdest community in the world where it's almost the people say it's like a bad thing to be good looking, uh, as if you can't have game and be good looking at the same time. Um, because people will say, oh, he's good looking, therefore all of his results were because of the looks. Of course, these things always come together as a package you know you can be good looking and have charisma and game at the same time but the best way to judge a guy's looks and try to put him into that average decent good and great looking category is just to meet him in person and just remember you know there are different ways of being good looking you can be uh, three categories are pretty boy chad hyper masculine so different sexual marketplaces prefer different types of guy so for example the pretty boy might be considered very good looking in a 
certain SMP, like let's say that kind of Korean boy band guy, he might be considered really good looking in uh, uh, in Korea, or as far as we hear from reports in New York, he might be considered very good looking, but put him in a country or SMP that prefers the more gruff, masculine, jacked look, and he's going to be considered like average or at most decent looking. Uh, the same goes for the hypermasculine guy. Certain marketplaces, he'll look great. Some he won't. <clears throat> Some he won't. So take that in mind. Now I understand what guys are looking for. They want a number, but honestly, you cannot give it. And that's because this relates to the whole point about selling your your product. Your product is you, and you're selling it in different SMPs. And you can't really come up with a value of something as a true number, like a value. It's uh, all you can get is a price. So your rating in the marketplace is whatever you can get for your product. So in the same way that we could say, you know, what is the correct price or what is the value of an apple? And the answer is always, you know, we, we can't know the value. All we can know is that the price of an apple is whatever people are willing to pay for it. So, for example, rather than arguing with each other about whether the price is uh, this price, which should be higher or lower, instead, what you should do, your aim is to work on making the apple bigger, tastier, to earn a higher price tag, or else selling it in a market where there's a local taste for your product. And what you can think of is going back to that idea of your, your value or your price, as such as whatever it fetches in the market, is that like I was saying, making the apple tastier, whatever, basically getting higher SMV, is you should have this aim in your life that is, okay, um, you want to be a place in three years' time or two years' time, whatever year's time, so that your current seven is your future six, and your current eight is your future seven, your current nine becomes your future eight, and you get a new nine. So what I'm saying is that what you expect to earn from the product you sell is increasing is getting better so that when you're three five years down the line you can say the girl I consider to be a seven these days is probably the eight of me five years ago what I'd consider an eight five years ago and I think a lot of day gamers go through this same journey because over time they will look at some of the lays or some of the approaches they did when they first started and think like oh I, I wouldn't approach her these days so that's what you want to be doing is to try and increase your the quality you're getting over time so what you might do like a practical way to achieve that is thinking to yourself okay right um throw out you know like if you're going around doing your normal sets then maybe for every uh for every two regular sets you do throw out uh, you know an aspirational set on a girl you never thought would be that into you and then slowly over time you will become desensitized to their beauty so you become more natural with them your vibe will be better with them you won't be nervous you'll also get more positive reference experiences with them and this is an iterative process you do it again and again and honestly probably the easiest or the simplest way to get higher quality is just go to a different location so if you're day gaming primarily in london then go out to eastern europe where there are a much higher supply of hotter girls and this will increase your average quality because there'll be more to aim at and like I said, your vibe and your sort of entitlement around those girls would be better. You can take that mindset home with you and apply it wherever you are. Now, here is the point where I'm sure people are going to be telling me I'm an idiot. Uh, here is how to know if you're aiming too high. Okay, it's pretty simple. If your approach to lay 
on average is higher than 250 to one, you're aiming too high. There's no bones about it. Look, you should be able to get a lay with 250 approaches. And if you're not getting that, then you're aiming too high. Now, I understand how people can develop these kind of ego defenses around it. Of course, who wants to have to aim lower? But the thing is that you might actually be holding yourself back because if you're aiming, you're going for only for like your eights, you know, and your approach delay is uh, maybe even infinite. You might not even be getting laid with these girls at all. Then you might actually be able to sleep with a solid seven, but you're not approaching that kind of girl enough. So what I recommend is that here's a rule. So in the same way of trying to increase your quality for every two regular girls, you go for one banger. Now, if you're approaching too high, you've got to approach stay higher, 250 to one. Then instead, for every banger, worldy, stunner, you want to call it, you have for every one of those you approach, you now have to approach two non-bangers. And then if that doesn't bring you below 250 to one, then you want to change that to a four to one non-banger to banger ratio. And I recommend this because look, there's nothing wrong with going for girls who are appropriate for your your looks for you to get you know you've got to start from somewhere and like i was saying you know you might hit those that level and then you can increase it over time and see how far you can go but you're never going to get off the mark if you like you're approaching girls who are just kind of way out of your league to begin with maybe you can become more charismatic more attractive overall as a man over time but you don't even get a chance to really practice having good sets and going on dates because you're aiming too high so, for example, of that guy who's approaching something like 90% bangers and 10% non-bangers, they have an enormous approach delay because only 10% of their approaches are on goals of achievable quality. Like, in reality, it should be a third bangers or 20% bangers. So, you, as you can see, like you're kind of holding yourself back by only going for top quality if it's not achievable. Of course, like I was saying, if your approach delay is 250 to 1 or less, no need to reduce like what you're going for at all. Like the reason why I picked 250 to one is that I think, well, I guess you could do something like 125 sets each month. So you'd get laid every two months with goals of, you know, obviously the, if you're aiming that high, then, uh, and you need to do 250 approaches, I'm hoping they're quite hot for you. Then uh, three of those a year, you'd think to yourself, wow, this is really good. Uh, one thing I always say to guys who complain about their results is like, oh, you're getting laid, even if they're only getting laid twice a year from day game. I'm like, look, you just had a story which most guys have once off in their lifestyle, once in their lifetime, if ever. So, you know, don't put yourself down. You're actually doing really, really well. Uh, so moving on, finishing off, uh, moving on and finishing off. The unfortunate thing here is the one, the real awful thing I have to say, look, some guys get stuck in a quality trap, which means that they either can't bring themselves to approach lower than what they're going for or they are sort of like uh they've kind of they they wouldn't be willing to go that low and okay so look you do have to look at yourself first and think okay have i exhausted all of my smv improvements and location changes which i highly doubt most guys haven't done that but the thing is that if you if you're still going more than 250 to one and you can't really you're not willing to go lower then look probably day game is not for you you know you can still go out and do it as like a bit of fun um if you go onto my website and go to the intermediate hell rant post 
uh, when I'm looking at the um, YouTube video, the bodybuilder guy is talking about how he's never going to be a basketball player, but he still doesn't mind going out to the, you know, to, to the court and just like playing for fun with his mates. So you may not ever be a player as such, but you might only just come across a fun story every now and then. But you're not going to be the kind of day gamer that you see guys with the Twitter accounts getting lots of lays every year. Um, that's awful, but like I just have to say it. And another big point is the look, then just like in football, there's only one statistic that matters, and that's a scoreline. So it doesn't matter how much possession you have, shots on target, whatever, only the scoreline matters at the end of the day. And it's the same with day game, it's the same with game. Uh, once you're beyond the beginner stage, once you're a lower intermediate and onwards, it's only P and V that matters. Like, it doesn't matter how you had a great set with this girl, an eye date, and she was messaging you, but she never came out, or she even had a date, but you didn't kiss her, or you even had a date, but you did kiss her, she didn't come home. It's like, okay, if, unless, I mean, maybe if you have a near miss, then that's, it can be accepted as achievable quality, but look, only P and V matters. So, don't think about those girls who you might have, you think you might have laid. Really think about the girls you have laid and use that as your baseline quality and then work up from there. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that quick podcast.